For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is the County 10 Sports Podcast. Welcome back. The weekend is here. First weekend of November. Jared Anderson, Wyatt Baridjka at your service as we preview another big weekend of high school sports. And uh, we're going to talk football a little later on in the show today. But Wyatt has a number of interviews coming up. You get to go hang out at practice with uh, the Wind River Cougars. Yeah, it was a fun time yesterday. A big shout out to the Wind River Cougars football team for allowing me to come out. And big thanks to Rod Frederick for letting me interview some of the athletes because, you know, sometimes some coaches are wanting the athletes to focus and um, I think you'll notice in the interview is how confident this team is going into this football game. We've talked about that. That's kind of one of their big characteristics. It it's seems it's, like. it's higher than what it was before, which is kind of crazy to think. That, in your estimation, is that a good thing to be this level of confident at this stage of the season? Because confidence is obviously a good thing. But uh, are they the right amount of confident? Well, when you put 68 in a playoff game, I think that's one thing. But the saying, if you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. They've talked the talk and they've walked the walk this year, I think. And, I mean, why stop now if it's been working so far? Yeah, uh, you've got uh, who you get to talk to a few different athletes and Coach Frederick. I talked with Cooper Frederick. I talked with Chris Burke and Rowdy Shear, and as well as head coach uh, Rod Frederick. And hopefully a win and we can do a lot more next week with the Cougars and hopefully even with the Rams if they can pull off a good upset. Definitely we'll talk more about that game coming up and uh, stick around for the second half of the podcast for Wyatt's interviews with the Wind River Cougars. All right let's talk about uh, some of the other sports going on this weekend. We are off to state championships for volleyball and girls swimming and diving. Uh, swimming and diving is in Gillette. 3A prelims are Friday and then uh, the championships are on Saturday. We've talked about this Lander team is not necessarily the favorite on paper to come in, which is, uh, even in girls swimming, kind of rare to see. Yeah, it is a little bit rare, but I think you have to throw out regular season stuff. It really comes down to the state meet and uh, see who pulls it off right there. And who knows, maybe we have another shared title again like a couple years ago between Lander and Green River, or Lander pulls off one that maybe is unexpected. Yeah, that was weird to think about all the different events that go into it, and then it results in a time. <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to do, but we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. You can follow along with all the state swimming information at county10.com. Volleyball championships, yep. also off to state. Two Fremont County qualifiers. Yep, Riverton and uh, Shoshone. But, Jared, i I got to point this out. Riverton made it to state. They They swept Rock Springs by a total of six points. However, set scores 33-31, 28-26, 28-26. Have you ever heard of those in a sweep? No, not in a sweep. I've seen <laughs> some really long sets, and I don't think so many sets in a row either. Like I've seen sets go into the 30s, but it's usually just once out of the five sets. Somebody commented on the, uh, the John's color, man. I can't 
think of his name at the moment who did volleyball for him, but okay. he said that's a, that was essentially five sets and three sets <laughs> type thing. And yeah, uh, that's crazy. But congrats to Lee Wolverines for making it a state. And uh, Emmy Weber just set, signed to Central Wyoming College actually recently this week. So uh, Riverton volleyball doing pretty well for themselves yeah that's awesome riverton is the four seed out of the west they open with thunder basin at one o'clock thunder basin the one seed out of the east gonna be a tough opening round opponent yeah thunder basin girl athletics is gonna be tough out either way i think in general and um it really started last year with basketball and now they've kind of pulled off an upset against laramie and that that tournament's pretty open you got cody you got uh, Laramie, you got Thunder Basin, Kelly Walsh. You can't ignore them, even though, in a sense, they're considered down this year. But I really can't think that just because it's Kelly Walsh volleyball. But um, 4A is pretty open as far as who can win that one. Shoshone's ladies have also qualified for uh, the state championships. They open on Thursday, taking on uh, Burns. Shoshone is the three seed out of the west. Burns is the two seed out of the east. That should be a uh, pretty evenly matched contest, it looks like, on paper. Yeah, it should, but you never know. Um, Shoshone making it back again. They went one and two last year at the state tournament. They'll look to try to make it two wins there, and you want to get two wins right off the bat, then you have a chance for a title. But, um, yeah, state volleyball, if you lose, you can't win a title, but you can still at least win third or consolation championships. So, um, yeah, you can stay tuned on county10.com for the schedules for that. All the action, of course, going on at the Ford Wyoming Center. Have you been to state volleyball? There? I have not. It's chaos. It's four courts all going on at the same time. Yeah, we, maybe Saturday. Who yeah. knows? If yeah. Fremont gets it to there. Go check it out. Hopefully we get a, a Fremont County title to attend. Uh, the winner is Shoshone and Burns. Takes on the winner of Grable and Pine Bluffs. Which is not a good case scenario if you're Shoshone. <laughs> Shoshone. Grable's been tough, too, this year. They've been highly ranked, and Shoshone has not been able to pull off a win against them. The winner of uh, Thunder Basin and Riverton takes on the winner of Kelly Walsh and Campbell County. Losers meet up in the consolation side of the bracket. So good luck to the Lady Wolverines and the Shoshone ladies, both off to the Volleyball State Championships. Let's talk football. There's a whole lot of it going on, and uh, we want to start in Fremont County, or we want to start elsewhere. We can start elsewhere. I just want to point out CWC basketball hosting a tournament, the girls' side of things. uh, John Gabriel said we'll have coverage if you can't make it. But we got uh, college basketball already in Fremont County. Yeah, boys played nice. number five Salt Lake and only lost by seven. It was actually a pretty impressive second half by that team to come back and make it a game at the end. And I think there's good morale with the team, even though they lost. It sounded like according um, on Wrestler Radio, but um, yeah, there's a girls tournament going on, and I believe if. You're a tribal member and have an ID. You get in for free into that tournament. So um, there's more details with them on John's uh, Rustler Radio information right there. So It's um, awesome. Go support the wrestlers and lady wrestlers. Uh, it's a good product and a lot of fun to have some JUCO basketball in your own backyard. Lady wrestlers did a little Hoopers camp with our rec, and my three-year-old son was out there playing with uh, <laughs> some, of the, some of the kids and student athletes. So it uh, was a cool experience for him there but uh that runs all weekend long yep that'll run all weekend long and uh yeah they've been kind of all over the place even the girls they were at i believe wyoming indian on wednesday um they've practiced at fort washakie they practice at st stevens so uh the ladies team has been getting out there and uh doing a lot for the community which is kind of cool to see awesome i love it 
All right, uh, on to semifinal football. A lot of games on Friday. In fact, I think eight out of the ten games are on Friday. There's a couple of Saturday games. Let's uh, let's start in 4A football. Uh, the, the big class football sees Thunder Basin go to Sheridan. Natrona goes to Cheyenne East. All season long, it's looked like Sheridan and Cheyenne East are the best two teams. They will probably be the favorites, but... Uh, you think Thunder Basin or Natrona have a shot at upsetting? I think it's Sheridan Cheyenne East again. It it just it's kind of been like that all season long. And Sheridan Cheyenne East was a matchup in which Sheridan, in a sense, really handled Cheyenne. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's too it's. If I was a predictor, it's hard to not pick Sheridan Cheyenne East again to go to the state title. And that was kind of Patrick's thing last week. You can check that interview on on our podcast platforms, but. Yeah, it's it's got to be Sheridan Cheyenne East, I think, in Laramie next week. I think that's what he said was his dream matchup based on the, the question you asked because yeah. he wants to see Sheridan in the East again. So moving on to 3A football, unfortunately, Wyatt, neither of our Fremont County teams are there in the semifinals. But uh, looking forward to a couple of interesting matchups. Buffalo, who looked really good last week, goes to Star Valley and Evanston goes to Cody. The matchup we've been talking about all year long is Star Valley and Cody, and it looks like they're the favorites as well. Yeah, they're the favorites. That Buffalo Powell game surprised me a lot. Big time. 35 nothing at one point. Powell tried to come back in a sense, but, um, yeah, I would really like to watch that game back and see just, I mean, was it just physical Buffalo? Because that's what they are as a physical team. But Buffalo and Star Valley, I think that's the matchup to really kind of look out for. And, um I'll be excited to see that. We thought maybe Powell has an opportunity to go to Afton and make things interesting. They needed Star Valley needed a late field goal there to win that game. Now Buffalo, all of a sudden, it looks like maybe they could make some noise. I think they could make noise either side. I mean, they had a tough one against Cody. That was, um, I think, one of two West teams that Buffalo played um, in the non-conference portion, but. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo and Star Valley had that kind of result like Powell-Star Valley game. Uh, you you never know with postseason. And uh, Pat, like I said, I kind of refer to Patrick, but he knows it and has recognized it. 3A football semifinals has been kind of upset territory in mm-hmm. just in general, and it's kind of been more common. And um, you have to go back to when, in a sense, Cody was – quote-unquote down and they pulled off upsets against star valley powell's done it against cody i mean it's just it's upset city in 3a semifinal football both of those 3a matchups friday evening dropping down to class 2a all the higher seats moved on in the quarterfinals torrington's at mountain view lyman goes to bighorn these are both afternoon games on friday any thoughts on uh, mountain view and bighorn get home field advantage but a couple of tough matchups Lyman's gonna have to make a very long trip from the southwest yeah. to the northeast, so that's gonna be a tough one. And Torrington's gotta travel east to west, um, so long travels for both these teams. So, uh, talk about home field advantage in this second round, and um, you know, Bighorn's never been an easy out. Uh, Lyman and Bighorn that could be a physical game. Lyman likes to play physical. Bighorn's can makes things happen any way, shape, or form. So. Um, yeah, right now it's the home teams with the advantage, and I think they have a huge advantage, especially with the travel that um, the teams have to go on. We've talked a lot about this uh, away from the microphone, but 
Bighorn's got one of the prettiest stadiums in the state. Where's the where's the most scenic stadium? You oh, think in Wyoming high school? No, I haven't been to every one of them, so I can't really say. I haven't either, but from your experience, my experience, Buffalo's nice. Mm-hmm. I like Buffalo with the grass, how well it's been taken care of. Um, Wind River, I went to the practice on Wednesday, and I really was like, it's kind of a weird place to play. And then, like the sun starts to drop, and you kind of really take it in, and you think, yeah, it's actually kind of a pretty cool place. And they it's got okay. that, they got that little rock thing mm-hmm. on the one side. Oh man, Lander's got rocky backdrop there. Lander's awesome. Lander has the stadiums on the east side, so when the sun sets down, it doesn't help our cameras as much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The the view coming off the mountains there is awesome. That direction, and then obviously Star Valley's got a great feel. Star Valley, right now, I'd probably say Star Valley's my favorite to go to. It's not not a fun trip to travel if you have to go there, but the view was amazing when I called the game last year between Lander and Star Valley, but. Yeah, I think they got to be one. Um, if you don't count War Memorial in the conversation, since high school games get played on that field. Yeah, I mean the 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 field's nice. I was thinking more backdrops than anything. Star Valley, Sheridan is decent. Bighorn is up there as well. I like the uh, the mountain backdrops. All right, let's move on to Class One A nine man football. We mentioned we've got Wind River interviews coming up here in just a little bit. Let's start with the other game though. Big Piney at Lingle Fort Laramie. Lingle has been dominant this year, but Big Piney is as tough of an opponent as they faced. Before they beat Riverside, not by one. They were three game. They won three in a row by a single point. Mm. Uh, Pine Bluff Southeast uh, in those two games. I think Lusk was the other one. But, yeah, Lingle has kind of been a fun story. They've been fun to watch. But um, their Big Piney's quarterback wasn't as severely hurt, it looks like. He's been playing. So um, both 1A nine-man games are going to be fun to watch. I think Big Piney has a realistic chance to beat Lingle Fort Laramie. It's Another long trip. Both 1A man games have long road trips, I think. If you take the average, Southeast has to travel 300 miles to Pavilion. It's yeah. almost four hours of travel. and um, Yeah, that's kind of a toss-up. That's a 50-50 game. Um, I would probably throw a coin flip, and that's how I would determine who wins that one. <laughs> uh, 1 p.m. Saturday for that big piney lingle game. Wyatt is going to be on the call for Wind River and Southeast. 2 o'clock kickoff on Friday afternoon. You mentioned the long travel, so home field definitely uh, advantageous for the Cougars, but this is a tough Southeast team that's coming into Pavilion on Friday afternoon. Yeah, Southeast has never been an easy out, and uh, Bullington's teams have been, they've made it to the semifinals, I think, Sent him an email and chatted with him a little bit. 18 semifinal appearances since he's been the head coach um, at Southeast, which has been since 1999. Mm-hmm. So um, even in a sense with having a younger team, he's still able to get his team far and um, has a chance to make it to the title game. When one day Nightman came back, his team won the state title the first go around and they played it at home. So yeah, um, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm curious to see how Wind River is approaching it. They, like I said, they have super high confidence, and I, I ask them where they get that from because I don't think I've seen a team as much confidence as uh, Wind River does, and I think the interviews even show it too when you tune into them here later on. 
Yeah, we will look forward to that in just a moment. Mark Bullington uh, and and David Tremblay, it feels like, have uh, very long tenures. We'll talk about Dubois coming up. I think Tremblay's in his 26th year as head coach and will step down after this season. Can you think of anybody that's still that's up in that uh, echelon of 20-plus year runs coaching for one team in Wyoming? Because nobody else is coming to the top of my head. No, no I can't even think. Um yeah, nothing even. I'm sure there's somebody out there. I haven't paid attention to a lot of two-way football in a while, uh, so somebody probably has a run like that. Somebody's up there. They're up there, kind of in that territory of like Alita Moss, where, yeah. And and nobody is is close to Alita, but uh, no, where they're making legendary runs and have spent uh, a good portion of their life and career at the same position as head coach there. So. Southeast and Wind River this Friday at 2 o'clock. You've got coverage on uh, County 10's YouTube channel, and you'll also be on 105.1 Jack FM, correct? Yep, we'll have a kind of a special pregame show, uh, kind of like how you did it with Riverton. We'll be similar like that. We'll have all the interviews um, playing on the pregame show. We're going to preview everything. It's going to be a fun broadcast, and luckily enough, it should be almost 60 degrees out there by kickoff, and so that's the I like nice that. part. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> no snow this time. And that's we're good outside, stuff. But also, big thanks to Wind River for the accommodations, and again, for their understanding of last week. It, we want to cover every team, but with the limited resources we have, it's it's tough to do that. Yep, so big definitely. thanks to them. Yep, Wind River cruising in their quarterfinal game. Tougher opponent, it looks like, uh, coming in this weekend. Should be a fun one, though, and I'd imagine that a lot of people are going to be out there. You get the casual Fremont County fans watching the only game of the week played in Fremont County on Friday and then throw in the fact that it's uh, a sunny Friday afternoon. People want to get out of work early, so they're looking for an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, i got to go watch the Wind River game. There you go, 2 o'clock. On Friday, should be a packed house. And, of course, if you can't make it, County 10 and Jack FM. Yeah, Wind River has been in the semifinals three years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. I think two or three. And they just haven't been able to get over the hump. And this this feels like it's one of those times, but you got to play the games. But, yeah, Wind River semifinals has kind of been a common occurrence lately. And they're trying to get over the hump. And it's a different opponent this time. And, um Cooper Frederick had one of the best high school games in a high school football player's career. 61 carries, 549 yards. Wow. He ran against Southeast in the quarterfinals a season ago. So um, who knows? Maybe we see something a lot more and bigger than that this is go around. Yeah, Cooper's numbers, and it dates all the way back to the last couple of years too, but his numbers this season, every time I look, are just insane. Like mind-blowing that he – uh, tabulates that many yards and picks up that many carries, but he is very, very good. And Wind River is a whole lot of fun to watch. This could be your third year in a row doing a game for War Memorial Stadium. Not to look too Let's far not ahead, look ahead but... yet, but yes, that would be my third, um, second doing play-by-play. But um, All right. it's a fun experience, and hopefully, I can go down Friday to watch one particular team to play. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is. But... Why it's a fan of the Cody Bronx? As there I spilled the beans, you went <laughs> to Cody lot, High School. I uh, I don't know why you're keeping that a secret. I don't you're know. You're supposed to root for the high school you went I, to. I mean, I'm not gonna knock on. I'm gonna knock on wood and hope it happens. But I don't want to <laughs> jinx it. Broadcaster jinx is real, Jared. I'm just saying it's oh. a it's a real thing. Okay. Well, even uh, on podcasts, I'll say this, and uh, maybe I'll jinx it the other way for you. I don't think anybody's stopping Star Valley. No, that's tough. 
They're, they're so good, but you never know. We'll see how Buffalo plays against them. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, rooting for the Cougars this weekend. And then uh, finally, to round out the football preview, six-man football encampment goes to Burlington on Friday afternoon. Uh, that is a 2 o'clock kickoff, and, man, the Huskies have looked really good all season. We got to see them not long ago, about two weeks ago, in Dubois. But Encampment is also a scrappy team there. Uh, I think uh, the odds makers would favor Burlington, though, in this one. Yeah, Patrick has Encampment winning this game. Does he? Okay. Um, Encampment's been really good. They've had a few good teams, and a um, couple of years where they haven't made it to the title game or well actually it's been only one year since they've made it to the title game but um yeah six man is so tough especially you got little snake river burlington has a loss to a wyoming team this season i think their only loss is to custer montana if i'm not mistaken encampment's really good so um that's that game's also a coin flip in that one i i would say burlington i think has the edge in this one but um, it's like Big Piney and Lingo Fort, whatever you throw a coin flip and whatever it lands on, that's who I'll get. Yeah, I was really impressed with Burlington, the one game I watched, uh, and we did it from Dubois. You are correct. Their only loss was week one of the season to a Montana team, so unbeaten in Wyoming so far. Dubois is at Little Snake River. This is a 2 p.m. kickoff on Friday from Bags. Dubois has been great all year. They've got uh, tremendous athletes on their team, and the Coach Trembley story is uh, just, it's easy to root for. It's fun. We're pulling for Coach Trembley. But looking at this game objectively, this Little Snake River team is as tough as it gets in six-man football. 29 in a row is how many games they have won in their span of 29 games. They've they're They're just... They're just phenomenal. They're they're gonna be ready for Dubois, and I think Dubois knows that. David Tremblay was like, "Those kids are gonna be ready." Um, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of funny because I, th- when you look at this game, it feels like David Goliath type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a team that's just so dominant, taking on a team who uh, is just looking for something right there. And um, I have not seen an option in six man football until last weekend, and Dubois. Uh, that was <laughs> I, I don't know how to best explain it it was it was done well it kind of looked a little rough in the beginning but they ran it so many times and it worked almost every time they ran it and you know Dubois kind of struggled in the early moments of that KC game and be able to come back it's a game you hope Dubois can just stay in reach and give themselves a chance but yep. um Little Snake River has usually been they score and they just run away with it so tough one for Dubois uh Little Snake, obviously, on papers, got the advantage in this one and want to make it 30 in a row heading into Laramie. But who knows? Hopefully, it's kind of one of those, I've kind of told you, kind of those fairy tale type things that happens. And uh, hopefully, Dubois comes out with a win, in a sense, for Dubois. Yeah. I don't want to downplay Dubois because they've been good this season, but Little Snake is just that good. If. Dubois were to go on the road and win in bags. This is a David versus Goliath kind of thing, as you mentioned, Wyatt. And if Dubois wins this, uh, somebody's got to make a movie about it. Yeah, why not? Why not us? Given all the circumstances that are going into the game, Coach Trembley's final run uh, feels movie worthy. So that's what I'm I'm rooting for as a Fremont County fan. We're obviously we're Fremont County, and we want to root for Dubois, but. How cool would it be to be able to call that game at War Memorial Stadium and call it one final time for him and uh, 
hopefully that's the case because hopefully you'd be the one who calls that game. <laughs> Either way, uh, no matter what happens to Dubois, though, it's been a uh, great season. I think there's a lot of winners on and off the field there yeah, for the Dubois okay. community, the way they've rallied around their coach after his diagnosis the last few years and uh, just a tough, resilient team. So it's been fun to be involved with Dubois and Owen River and looking forward to more football this Friday, Wyatt's got Wind River and Southeast, again on 105.1 Jack FM and on County 10's YouTube channel. He will be providing updates of Dubois and Little Snake River with the uh, exact same kickoff time there, 2 o'clock on Friday. All right, Wyatt, enjoy your weekend. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will hear from uh, some Wind River coaches and athletes as they prepare for this game. Wyatt was able to go catch up with a handful of folks, but uh, hope the uh, the Wind River call goes well and can't wait to listen in. Hopefully I don't need a heater for that game like last <laughs> you time. Won't. You'll be fine. You'll be out there in shorts. Hey, 70 and sunny. Wind River Cougars coming up next on the County 10 Sports Podcast. County10.com has been and continues to be Fremont County's trusted source for digital news content. From crime and court reporting to local events and community fundraisers, County10 strives to connect the Fremont County community. We've also renewed our focus on covering local sports. Catch every Riverton High School and Lander Valley High School game, as well as other select Fremont County games streaming in high-definition video all season long at County10.com. County10 Community connected. Rod Frederick, head coach of the Wind River Cougars, and coach. First off, just we talked that big piney. Just how's the team been? The morale and everything. It just seems like it's just been ever since that win. It's just confidence. It's just through the roof. Um, it really has, you know. And we were kind of. I mean, I don't know if I'd say everybody, but I definitely was. You know, had some worries about Big Piney coming in. You know, being our second game playing those guys. Um, we knew they're good, and we knew they had weapons, but. When the team came out and played well, and our defense, our defense played really well that game. Other than a lot of penalties, I got it. We probably had 150 yards in penalties, but uh, you know that's been cleaned up. Um, our defense is rolling now. Um, I think it was it was a sure starter that when they found out they could shut down, you know, like we we stopped them, and now everybody after that, it's just been like they they they're taking care of business, and that's what we need to do. Randy was giving me updates uh, when I was in KC about your guys' game. You mentioned it was it was running clock going into the fourth quarter. Just talk about last weekend, just kind of what helped you guys get, get that statement win in a sense. Well, you know, it, it was difficult. I mean, we were kind of disheartened that, you know, their quarterback didn't play. Um, that Smith kid, he, he's a good kid, but... You know, I mean, in all reality, it's him playing is not going to make a 60-point difference. Um, but the kids came out. We were worried about the cold, uh, you know, how they were going to come out and react to it because we haven't played in really cold, cold weather. And with the snow on the ground, it was chilly. Um, but they came out, man. They were fired up. They were hitting people. And I, those, those are probably some of the best hits I've seen in a high school game in, I mean, 10, 15 years. What is it like to – you kind of – alluded a little bit with the cold weather and you know first real weather condition football game i mean you guys had the sun and shining clouds are chirping birds are chirping in a sense but um what was it like to really get into a cold game and what kind of how did you prepare for that as a coach um you know really we just kind of were coming out every day um you know but the first three days were great you know we were still in the 50s 
And then a couple of days there, it started getting cold, but that's when the kids were like, oh man, it's cold. But we came out, we ran through our same stuff. We did our normal routine. Um, we might've quit a little bit early just because of it. But, uh, you know, we tried to keep everything the same. Um, you know, we let them out a little early, like I said, but to, to keep that just rolling, everything rolling the same that we have every week, that's, you know, I think that really helped too. What is it like as a coach to be at home for the playoffs now? You know, last couple of seasons, you guys have had to go on the road in the first and second rounds, and luckily you don't have to travel all the way over east and this go around. So what is it like to be at home and get to have the team play in front of the hometown fans? No, oh, it's it's excellent. Um, man, I can't tell you. Yeah, going, you know, the last two years we went to Lusk that first round and, and beat Lusk, and then, uh, you know, then came back here and got beat. Uh, we had to go to, I think it was Shoshone then. Um, then last year, we you know, we go down to Southeast, and we were a little worried about that one too, but, man, we went in and uh, with a brand-new offense that we put in that week. So we really ran it like maybe three days and went in and, you know, set a rushing record on that one. Um, defensively, we didn't play real well, but we were kind of worried about that too. We had kids that had never played before, you know, seniors that we had to have DBs and we didn't have any, so they played. Um, so we did give up some passes, but man, I tell you what, being home um, for the d- these two games is heaven. Um, we're getting a lot of support. Last game was a little cold, and I can't blame anybody, you know, for a lot of people not coming out for that one. But there were a bunch that still came out, and they're like, "Ah, we stay till half," and saw that it, you know where you were at, and we're like, "We're gonna go home and listen to it on the radio." So, um, but I'm I have a feeling tomorrow or Friday we're gonna it'll be a packed house. We we get a lot of support. The area around here is great. Um, they support everybody here. Um, I'm sure we'll get some people from Riverton. We'll get people from Lander. Um, you know, they'll be out. It, it'll be fun. It, it should be a packed house. Yeah, you guys are the only Fremont County team at home this week, yeah. so it's kind of you get almost everybody that you can. But, you know, taking on Southeast, you guys saw them in the quarterfinals last season, and, you know, they're they're not an easy out. They're this go around so what do you know about this team in particular i was hearing some things that you were mentioning about uh southeast so what do you know about this team and kind of what are you gonna have a game plan going for that one um you know it's realistic i guess offensively we're, we're going in with our same i mean we're not changing anything um the kids are running it well right now all three of our different sets are running well we're, we'll see we still have our stack we'll probably i mean we'll run that a little bit we'll run our spread um, so I'm, I'm not really too worried offensively. I, I think we'll, we'll be fine there. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, defensively, we've changed up a little bit of stuff just because they, they've got a big quarterback. He's tall. Um, he can throw it. Uh, I mean, the kid can spin the ball pretty good. Uh, but he's got great feet. Um, so if he gets out of the pocket and, I mean, he can run. We just watched some game film on him last week, and he broke one for like 46 or 50 for a touchdown. Um, so we're, we're working on things where we corral him and try to keep him in bounds or where we can, you know, vice him and, and we're playing a little better D on him. Um, DBs this year, we feel way better. Um, I mean, we got kids that have played all year now. Um, so that, that part I'm, I'm feeling better about with their, their receivers because they got some tall receivers. They got uh, two tight ends that are really good. Um, 88's are big kid. Uh, they throw to him a lot. They'll put him in the backfield and run him out. Um, but, you know, I mean, our kids hit, and, I, you know, I think that's a big thing. You know, it's when they come here and play, it's, it's a whole new ball game. So it'll be a little different than last year for sure. 
What's been your message this week? I know we're talking on Wednesday, but what's kind of been your message to the team this week, especially with a with a lot on the line? You know, mainly just staying focused. Um, you know, because the kids, they're it's hard right now too. Because I mean, the kids are feeling it, and you know how they are. Uh, I mean, it's the level that they're playing at and where they're the feeling that they have that they're unstoppable. Um, but it's really one of those trying to bring them back down and we're like, you know what, this is what could happen. You know, I mean, we got one more game and if we don't play, you know, if we don't play well here, we're done. So that's one of those factors there. We kind of just, you know, reiterate, kind of get into their head and, and make sure they know what we're doing and, you know, keep them focused. Uh, main thing at practice and I, and I chirp it all the time is to be perfect. You know, every, every play, offensive line, running backs, everybody's perfect. Um, and it's something we've done for two years now. And, and it's and now the kids are even saying it. And it's kind of nice. It's good. You hear the seniors are like, hey, be perfect on this place. So, you know, it's kind of nice to have that. Yeah. I, it, people always say you can't be perfect, but it seems like you guys try to be as perfect as we possible. But, uh, you know, Coach, what's going to be the biggest thing on Friday to help you guys, you know, break that streak of being that one week short? Man, I don't know. I just, I think, I don't know. Um, in all honesty, I, I feel it's the players we have right now um, because they I, they want it. Um, they want to come out and hit. They want to come out and score. I mean, they, they want to put a running clock on everybody. Um, so it's just that drive that they have, I think, is what's changing our whole season this year. Like, it's up the ante, I mean, tenfold from last year, and we had a great team last year. Um, but the intensity is so much higher right now with these with this group. Um, and granted, we have 11 seniors out here, and they're all playing ball, and they're, I mean, they're getting after it. Um, you know, from our D-line all the way back to the DBs on offense, from our line, I mean, to everybody. Um, everybody's clicking. And I think that's, that's really what's I think, has been the main um, key to get us through this whole season right now is just – they want it and they know what they want to do and and it, i mean they're taking care of business so right now i'm like all right here we go awesome coach thank you for your time and hopefully we'll be talking to you next week i hope so man thanks for coming <laughs> cooper frederick senior at wind river high school cooper just first off talk about the season so far it's been pretty good for you guys as far as wins and uh just confidence wise yeah i mean we've been on we've been on the rails like we're a moving train can't really be stopped um we've just been coming out putting our all in at practice uh really just making ourselves better being perfect really that's our motto right now how do you guys keep all this confidence that you guys it seems like i mean going back to big piney watching some of that one interview that you really showed confidence in just how do you guys keep this confidence and how do you guys use it and use it as momentum and carrying it forward through each and every week um, well, yeah, I mean, I think that's our main thing. I think that's what the kids are really building upon is, like, just being super, almost not cocky, but just knowing that we're going to come out and do our job and uh, run off with the win. But, um, no, yeah, Big Piney, I uh, I did say some words, but I made sure the team knew that we were not going to lose after the words I said. <laughs> it just could not happen, and that's what they're doing. So, yeah. A lot of confidence, but, you know, Cooper – You've been in this situation, you know, this has happened a couple of times, and now you're in the semifinals, this time at home. First off, what does it feel like to be at home for playoff games? I mean, it's, I'm speechless, really. Uh, we've never done this before. I mean, for three years, two years in a row, we've gone beat second round by Shoshone. So, I mean, I mean, it's almost like a sigh of relief knowing that, I mean, this is going to be a 
game that we're not uh, wondering how bad we're going to get beat by. Yeah, I mean, you said it best right there. You don't have to make that short trip or have to be on the road in general. Uh, what's been the message this week with your coach, and uh, especially now that, you know, a lot's at stake, another a trip to Laramie's at stake. So what's been the message this week from coach? Um, Really just game planning on defense. Uh, we, we don't think their offense has taken – much hits that haven't been in dogfights like we really bring so we're really focusing on giving them big hits and trying taking them out of the game for about all of it well until this year i haven't seen you play quarterback at all if i'm not mistaken so i gotta ask you what that transition was like you kind of looked like a wildcat but man you can sling the ball at some points yeah. in the contest so what was that transition like you know having to play two positions on offense um it's not too bad eighth grade and freshman year i dabbled in some QB here and there um so that really was it's not anything too crazy being a freshman it was super fast so um I really got the worst so I'm just really I'm playing with little kids right now so it's easy <laughs> I like it but uh Cooper you know just what do you hope to accomplish obviously a win so what do you hope to accomplish but what else do you want to accomplish here at home this week um we just no no dumb penalties we don't want any uh silly mistakes Mostly just being perfect and uh, coming off with a big win, huge win. Their uh, coach wants to have a dinner after the game here. And uh, our coaches were like, you should probably just get on the road. It's going to be a long one. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Well, I'll leave it at that. Anything I left out, any shout-outs you want to give? No, sir. Um, I'll be good. Chris Burke, senior at Wind River High School. And, Chris, first off, just how have things gone for you this season? It's been a lot of wins and a lot of confidence. I mean, great. I couldn't ask for a better season so far, unless, I mean, until we win the chip. But it's gone awesome. I love my teammates. It's just it's super fun. Where do you get this confidence? I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I mean, you guys just – it feels like since Big Piney, you guys just have the utmost confidence. How do you guys keep that momentum and keep that confidence? Well, I mean, just after Big Piney, that – I, I don't know. We just have a lot of big playmakers. When you see Koo, Braden, Joaquin, Rowdy, me, any of us, Aiden, make a big play like that, it just it just f- f- lights you up. You couldn't ask for anything better. I asked Coop this question because he kind of essentially plays two positions on offense, and it seems like you do that now. You play quarterback, and you kind of lined up in that tight end spot, yeah. I guess, in nine man. What is it like to have that kind of transition? Because you didn't do that at all last year, if I'm not mistaken. No, I mean, last year I played a little bit of wide receiver, but, yeah, I've never played on the line like that before. So it was really new. It was weird to get used to. It was hard to get used to at first. But after that, I mean, after one or two games, it's second nature now. It's pretty fun to play. I know it's only Wednesday, but what's kind of been the message and the the message this week heading into the semifinals? I mean, you heard Rowdy and probably Coop say it. We, we're just going to come out and hit. We don't know if that other side's hitting like we are. We're just going to come hit and then hopefully, I mean, go to Laramie. That's the plan. Yeah, you guys have been mentioning that a little bit. But, you know, what is it like to – because the last couple of years you've been on the road. You have had to go to Shoshone. You had to go to Southeast a year ago for the first round. But what is it like to play at home in front of the home crowd with a lot of, on the line? It's it's so cool. I mean, like you said, we've gone far away the last two years, Lusk, and then two years ago, and then Southeast last year. It's it's tough taking those long bus rides, and so being able to play home, got all our families here for sure. It makes a difference. It's nice to have a crowd. What is it like to play with this team this year in particular, especially with the seniors you've been playing with for most of your high school career? I mean, like you just said, I've played with Coop, Rowdy, all these guys since eighth grade, and I mean, it's a brotherhood, and 
So having everyone out there, it's just super important and it's awesome. I know wins the top priority, but what else do you hope to accomplish this week? Um, probably win by like 30, maybe more, hopefully. Because that's just a statement to the state. If we beat another team from the other side like that, I think it just shows the state. I mean, we're here to play. We're here to win it. I like it. Any shout-outs you want to give? Any last thoughts before we end it? I mean, shout-out to the coaches. They're out here doing their thing. Got us winning games and stuff. So shout-out to the coaches. Awesome. Thanks for bearing the cold with me, and good yeah. luck. Thank you for coming out and interviewing us. Rowdy Shear, senior at Wind River High School. And, you know, Rowdy, just kind of reflect on the season so far. It's been pretty much all wins, but how's the morale with the team been? Um, I think just our love for each other has grown and allows us to play how we play. Talk about just this team in general. You said you love them, but kind of go a little bit more in depth with this team and how it's been to play with them this year, especially, you know, having a couple of rough starts, just getting game scheduled and playing them. Um, I think just in that first week, a lot of us got beat up and it brought a lot of us more together. And just that chemistry helped out a bunch. You know, when we last talked, when we last covered Wind River was against Big Piney, you know, a tough game early on. How much uh, has the confidence built since, you know, the, really the season started? Because it feels like you guys just have the most confidence I've seen with a football team. Oh, yeah, our confidence is on 100 right now. We're just so pumped for this season. You know, what's been the message this week with, with the coach, you know, especially with a lot on the line in this one you know and uh not i won't say anything knocking on wood but just kind of what's been the message this week from head coach um they haven't really been hit so when they see how we hit they're gonna be i think they'll be shocked you know kind of go prep for yourself like how did you kind of prepare for every game just personally like is there any like pre-game stuff that you do pre-game meal like kind of go take us through your pre-game um i don't i don't say i really have one i just go out there and do it okay last question here what are you looking forward to this friday against southeast just kind of what do you hope to accomplish oh man the scoreboard be up (laughs) running clock on them for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.